Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. I believe we still have Scott Holler. Scott, you still with us? Yeah, I, I've got 15 more minutes, so uh, That's... I, I apologize for having to leave early, but I'm uh... To finish up with Marty here. Matt, hey, Marty, he's got to leave early to coach his son. There is absolutely no reason to say I'm sorry for that, man. No reason at all. Hey, Marty, I wanted you on because I wanted to ask this one question. You know, you've coached for a while, and I'm wondering uh, where baseball, high school baseball is today compared to where it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. How do you feel about where, where it is and where it's going? Well, you know, it's it's obviously going going in a great direction. It's 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 really different from the standpoint that uh, they added the the pitch counts and things like that. And I understand why because of the injury situations and stuff. Uh, but that's really changed the game because we've had situations. Well, let's just go back a couple of years ago when I ended up making that run to the state tournament. I ended up with five. I ended up with two pitchers that pitched all five victories for us to go just two pitchers nobody else got wow. in the game why why because they they ended up with like 95 to 100 pitches and then you have to take them out okay well in the two sectional games my one pitcher hit 100 and my another pitcher hit 100 we won we beat out uh, west and west then we beat sheboygan north that's incredible that they ended exactly 100 well nowadays what's happening is that a lot you know these pitch counts and with all these games like we packed all of our games, conference games, in one month. Yeah. I didn't play a non-conference game, so I didn't have a chance, to, you know, to get any any so-called other, you know, teams to play and and, and maybe get some victories to that. 
But that's a major factor. That, that pitch count is a major factor. Um, and then the other thing is, it seems like kids nowadays, obviously they got way, way more distractions than they had in the past. Uh, Baseball is not necessarily everybody's priority like, like it was when, I guess, back in the day when I played. I mean, that was, that was your priority at, at all times. You know, we didn't have any phones and, you know, anything like that. So that's a change. Um, and, and it seems like now kids will go, you know, uh, I don't know if I'll be ready Friday, uh, but they pitch Monday. It's like some kids will say, I don't know if my arm's going to be okay. It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, Scotty, you don't even know this, but years ago you, you could pitch on Monday and then you had to sit one day and then you, then you could pitch Wednesday. I used to have my pitchers pitch Monday and Wednesday. Isn't that crazy? So, I mean, those are, those are two big factors. Obviously in the, on the plus side, you know, kids are bigger, stronger, more camps, more educated, et cetera. So I guess to sum it up, those are, are, are some of the big factors. Yeah. It, what The other question, too, there's so many um, places popping up all over the place for kids to be able to, to get working in the offseason and, and straight through the winter. Um, Marty, and, and it seems like there, there, there's, you know, you can't swing a dead cat without finding a new facility uh, for uh-huh. people to be able to go in and do that. And I, I think overall, it's probably pretty good for the game as long as it's not taken away from these kids playing multiple sports. And that's just my opinion. Well, I'll tell you what, you, you totally, I totally agree with that. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll go back to, uh, you know, my son played multiple sports and, and he was a Division One player and. Travis Diener, you know, he, I always used to tell Travis, you know, don't you, don't you give up your baseball dream? I said, you know, in the spring, what, why not play baseball? You get out of school early, you know, and it's, it's low key. It, it isn't the, the hype necessarily because, you know, it's a slower game from the standpoint that, you know, you just don't hike the ball and then, you know, everybody's moving and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. Baseball is fun. And, uh, but multiple sports are huge. And that goes back to these kids that are, that are uh, to a certain extent, and I'm not against travel teams, but what they play year-round baseball. Uh, that's what that's really what happened to my uh, my pitcher this year. Is is he pretty much stayed in the in the you know those I, what do you call them those uh, places academies. where you know the, yeah. where you know academies yeah and then and, and then so they practice year-round and and you know they overthrew and that and that's the part I don't agree with. You got to have breaks. Hey Scott, you, I think that you're 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 in the same camp as we are with that. Yeah, absolutely, and I I truly believe Mar- Marty's right. We we are in Wisconsin, and and he knows this with the amount of talent he sees up there on a, on a regular basis in the Fox Valley. You know, guys coming out of the Fox Valley and going to play at high levels. He's he's cor- he's absolutely correct in that we are we are building as a state. Um, bigger, stronger, faster, better baseball players. They are more educated. Um, there, there's no doubt about that. The challenge for us is to make sure we stay on the same page as 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 an association, as academies, you know, and, and even the WIA to a big extent. And you know, and that's what Marty talked about with with him having to cram that season in. And I, you know, I, I see both sides of it. But yeah, we we got. I'll be careful what I say here. We were screwed with having to squeeze, you know, this season into six weeks. Um, and I get it. We, we tried to accommodate other sports, and I get that. But it really put a strain, 
you know, on, on some, uh, some of these kids that, that wanted to play football for their high school, you know, whether it be Fond du Lac or Kimberly or whoever it was, and then quick jump into baseball. And, you know, I think moving forward, the, the big key for us is to make sure we get back to normal, okay, which obviously the pandemic, you know, is coming to a close here, hopefully, and we, we are back to normal. But just making sure that, that kids have those opportunities. And like Marty said, um, boy, it's the specialization. I, I get it. You know, parents feel pressure, kids feel pressure, but you only get to do all this once. And, and that's what I always say. And, you know, I, I just hope kids continue to do multiple sports. And I hope they, um, you know, the academies and the high school coaches can, can continue to build relationships and, and not look at it as, a, as two separate entities, but look at, it, look at it all as one. And that's, that's what we're trying to do. And I know that's what Marty's trying to do. And um, that's how it should be. Hey. Yeah, and, 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 you know, just a, uh, a quick comment about that. I, when you play multiple sports, you're competing. You know, yep. you take any basketball, good, good, solid basketball, those kids are competing all winter, and, and there's nothing better than, than competition in my mind. Right. You know, you can still do your throwing, and you can hit on your knees yep. on the basement and stuff. And, and that's just, uh, a, a, to me, it's just so important. I mean, I, t- going back to Travis, I – Travis, for him to be pitching in the state tournament and playing in the state tournament two years in a row, you know, and we talked about this. That's the only championship ring he's ever got, you know, and, and all of, and all the NBA, all that, you know, every time I see him, I always point to the, the ring finger, you know, because <laughs> we won the state title. I mean, think about that. Yeah, that's hey, awesome. Hey, that's great. Marty, and, and, I, and I'm throwing you a curveball, and I apologize if, if this is too difficult to um, – uh, too many, too many games to think of. But if, if in your career, if I could give you one more game back, one game back that that you guys, you know, you either just had so much fun winning, winning the state championship, or a game that has stuck in your craw for a long time, and I could get you one more game um, back and replay a game. What game would it be? Well, the game would be in 1989. Um, we. It was, it was my son's team, and we had Otis Smith who, who went on to Division or uh, AAA and, and whatever. But we, we, we were 17 and all, and we went into the sectional, and we had three days of rainout. And Beaver Dam had played. They got to get their game in, and they had three games to play. And so then we're gonna, we go down to Delavandarian to play, and, and they were not, quote, you know, their record might have been 11-11, which doesn't make any any difference in baseball because pitchers pitchers are such a factor. But, but we lost that game, uh, uh, you know, just very close, and and that was the, that was the best team I've I've ever had. And I guess that was that was the most sour game because that took us out of the opportunity to to get sectional final and maybe a shot at uh, at state. So I guess that was that was the, the one. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. I don't really have that many. I'll be honest with you, but that that one just kind of sticks in there because, you know, when you got your son on your team and and he happened to be an all-state catcher and you got three other all-state guys on your team, you know, and you're undefeated, you got a shot. Uh-huh. And we just, uh-huh. you know, we didn't win the game. And it wasn't airs. Dad, we call them Delavandarian Dinks. There are a couple right-handed batters, <laughs> a couple over first baseman's head, and. <laughs> okay, that's baseball. <laughs> so yeah. that's just the way life is. So anyway, yeah, and you guys do a great job on this on this radio show. I I, I did hear my granddaughter's uh, interview, and 
and you know because you can go back and get those yep at a different time so but anyway yep yep she that, was great that, that would be that would be the answer to uh, that question. Hey, we, you know, we're going to have a couple of shows left after the uh, the season ends, and uh, we've talked about doing another coaches' wives show. So I'm sure that Mrs. Oh, Paulson yeah. would definitely join us, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah. I'll speak for her. Yeah, I, well, you, you know what? She's in the background. Hopefully, she's shaking her head yes and not shaking her head no. But I may be in touch with her uh, uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks to see if she will join us. He is Marty Paulson. Head baseball coach at Fond du Lac. Marty, thanks a lot. I appreciate your time, and we'll be in touch. Okay, Mike and uh, Scott, thank you very much. Right. Excellent. Love you, Marty. Talk to you later. Yeah, take care. Hey, Scott, how uh, are you guys going to be able to get a game in here? Yeah, so it was – I apologize if you guys were hearing the rain pouring on the windshield as uh, as we were driving to the complex. So, But it's now the sun's out. So I'm going to hop out of the car here. I'm going to go uh, have a great time with my son and his, and his team. So – uh, I apologize again, but thanks for letting me be on for uh, for the first yeah. part oh, here. You bet. Hey, you've been uh, you're a great co-host, and I really appreciate your willingness to do this. He is Scott Holler again. He's uh, heading up the marketing department now for the WBCA for the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association, head baseball coach at Oak Creek, AD, and father and a coach of his son's team, which is uh, is the most important thing that that I said about Scott. Uh, this whole uh, this whole f- hour and fifteen minutes. Go coach them up, and uh, again, thanks a lot. Uh, safe travels. All right, thanks, buddy. You got it. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Ryan Kavinsky. He is uh, the the head coach at St. Joe's, and Kenosha St. Joe's still playing. And uh, we'll talk to Ryan on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on twelve fifty a.m. The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the pick and save wisconsin baseball coaches association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Again, I want to thank uh, Scott Holler. He had to uh, leave and go coach his son. They're down in Illinois at a tournament, and I want to thank him for the first half of the show and a little bit longer uh, being my co-host. We are now joined by the head baseball coach at Kenosha St. Joe's. He is Ryan Gavinsky. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing really well. I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time. Thank you very much. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, Kenosha St. Joe's out of the Metro Classic. And I know you were the head coach at, at Horlick um, for a number of years and now over at St. Joe's. 22-1 and one so far this year and obviously awfully good season. Uh, you won the uh, Metro Classic at 13-1 and one in, in uh, pretty good baseball being played in that uh, with Thomas Moore and and uh, certainly my boys over at Martin Luther. And there's some good baseball being, being played there. Shoreland Lutheran had a good year. Racine Lutheran had an awfully good year. And uh, you guys, I, I would assume you feel like you're you're pretty much ready for uh, uh, to finish the deal here in the state tournament, I hope. Yes, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. Like, uh, the conference is... A pretty solid con- conference. I think it was a little bit down than what it was in the past, a little bit. Um, but they definitely, you know, those top those teams that you just talked about right there. Thomas Moore is young. They're they're an upcoming team coming up here. Uh, Shortland had uh, a guy that's a really good uh, player that's done really good things. Um, so I think they did get us ready for what's up, what's uh, to come. Uh, and, yeah, and Ryan, looking at your, you know, your your um, non conference schedule, you know, you <laughs> yeah. you didn't shy away from playing any of the big schools. That's for sure. You played Lake Geneva Badger and played South Milwaukee and played Kenosha Bradford and and some other schools. So it's not like you were shying away from you know anybody Kenosha Indian Trail. Um, you played and, and beat and, and look, they had a really really good season. Uh, so they certainly it was a, a year where you played who you had to play in the conference and then went outside the conference and played some pretty, some pretty good schools. Did you have a feeling going into this year that you guys had a chance to be really good? 
Yes. I mean, with with losing last year, that was a big thing. You know, being my first year was supposed to be last year. So I didn't really know exactly what we had. I know we really had a strong team coming in last year with a lot of depth. Um, this year, um, we still had a good core of those guys coming back. And, you know, you can only get so much off of open gyms and, and everything else that's going on. But uh, you really got a good idea of – that these guys could play baseball, especially the senior class, just leading the whole way through. You know, you knew you knew that um, we would have a shot to to do something good with this group, and uh, they definitely are doing it right now. So. Yeah, they they definitely are. Now, you guys uh, you guys will be playing um, against Marathon coming up on Tuesday, June 29th, uh, approximately eleven one thirty. Uh, followed uh, you'll follow the Coleman against Regis. Uh, game and we're going to actually talk with uh, the head coach at, at Regis coming up next. Um, wondering if you've had a chance to take a look at Marathon. It's not like you can drive around the corner and watch that team play, uh, but if you had a chance to see them at all on tape, no, I haven't. I haven't got a chance. I, I got we're digging up some stuff, um, but when we're all at different corners of the state, it really gets tough. You know, I mean. Um, a lot of the people I do know uh, are a part of Division One. I. I try. I went every avenue to try to figure out what we got going here, but it's uh, not too many people know too much about certain things. So um, we're trying to do things, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's still baseball. You got to go there, worry about yourself, and do the things that you need to do that uh, that you have had success all year. Um, doing and just focus on yourselves in that situation. Hey, do you know now? Do you know who you're going to hand the ball to on Tuesday? Yes, I mean we're not going to change anything. I, we've basically got a one A and a one B, so we'll go with uh, our junior that's been the starter every year. So it'll be uh, Andrew Setter. He'll 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 start that game. Um, and we'll we'll ride his tails right there. So if if uh, if I'm a guy that uh, I'm going to get in the batter's box against Andrew Setter, is he does he uh, throw heat? Does he throw some junk? What uh, what does he bring to the table? So Setter is we just call him Mister Efficient. You know he's a great high school uh, pitcher. He's not going to overpower you with anything. Um, but you know I think the strength of our team is defense um, and pitching and being efficient pitching. So uh, the biggest thing is, man, we're going to play de- He's going to allow us to play defense. He ain't going to overpower you, like I said, um, but he's not going to beat us either. You know, so guy, just a level keel kind of guy. He, he, he takes the ball every, well, it was Tuesday for us. Um, and he's taken the ball the first game in the regional and the first game in the section. And done really, really good things. So we're not going to change much. There's no reason to change. Um, but uh, both of them, 1A and 1B, Luke Schuler is our, our other guy. Um, uh, we, we have trust in in both of them. Hey, when you look at the Kenosha St. Joe's team, and, and I don't know, um, mm-hmm. Ryan, if, if you if you change kind of your philosophy as a coach, whether you're a guy that uh, – you know, tries to hit the ball uh, a long way and try to score runs that way, or do you do you bunt? You hit and run? Um, do you steal bases? What kind of coach are you? And and uh, do you, do you carry that over each year, or do you kind of change your philosophy a little bit with the kind of talent you have? I think I think for sure you always have to change your philosophy. You know, you got to see what what kind of group. You know, uh, I, I am generally an aggressive coach. Yeah, I like to be aggressive. I think uh, putting high school kids in pressure moments and forcing them to do things. They're high school kids. They make mistakes when pressure happens. So I am aggressive. 
But at the end of the day, if I only got if I don't have guys that can run with a little bit of speed, we can't do too much of that. So um, I, we, we definitely small ball. We'll definitely play. I mean, that's a high school game. I think that's the way baseball was meant to be played a little bit. Um, so, you know, we are a very good hitting team. You know, this year I probably didn't do as much of the things that we typically do um, back in the past a little bit. But uh, uh, I think you have to adjust to, to the group that you have every day, you know, every year. Hey, can we talk a little bit about the journey getting to to where um, you're at right now? Yeah, yeah, you you, uh, you you had to beat uh, Palmyra Eagle and took care of business um, with them for sure, and then to play against the number one seed on the top, which is Ozaki, and and it was a six to four game, uh, obviously a close game, and and uh, you guys came out on top. That's a really good baseball program. Yes, yes, Ozaki. I mean, it, I mean they arguably have probably the number one player in the state with Noah Miller. Um, he didn't pitch a whole lot in the year. He was mainly their closer guy. Um, I noticed against when they played Howard Grove in the regional final, he, uh, he pitched four innings because Howard Grove put five runs on him. Now the guy, the guy's a really, he has a live arm. He's going to Alabama. Um, if he doesn't, if he doesn't uh, get uh, MLB chasing him or draft him early, um, but, uh, I'll tell you, they had, they started their number one against us. And then they, in the third inning, they brought no in right away because, um, I think they saw that, uh, they were kind of in a dog fight and it was an absolute dog fight. Uh, it was up and down. It was, a, uh, I mean, I lost a lot of hair in that game. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you, if you know me, I know Scott, I coach against Scott a little bit. Um, but, uh, I'm I'm kind of a fiery guy. I'm I'm into every every pitch. You know, it's it was a fun game. It really was. Uh, the boys just battled through it. You know, it, I, I know we took a we we went down one nothing because Noah put one over the right fence right off the bat, and then we went up two one, and then they went up three two, and then we tied it four four, and then um, we closed it up six uh, four in the last, and had to get the hardest three outs. Um, Towards the backside of that game. Yeah. So, did you? Hey, did you guys score two in the top of the seventh? So we did. We did. Yeah. We scored. We scored two in the top of the seventh, and Noah was coming up third. So we were doing everything we could not to have anybody in front of him. So um, when I tell you this guy can hit, he can absolutely hit. So I mean, the kids. It, it was. It was. It was a great game, and we scored the two with. You know, we got. They got us out in the first. They got a one out right away. Um, and then we did everything after one to get those two claw for those two uh, two runs in backside. Boy, that makes the ride home from Lake, Random Lake to Kenosha <laughs> yeah. a little bit easier, doesn't it? Yeah, big time. You know, that was I. I went a little bit early with another coach. I drove my. You know, we drove together, and the, the bus came behind a little bit later. And man, that ride home, uh, I was with the coach, and you know, we were just grinning ear to ear, and just on cloud nine, just having a great time. And uh, you know, I. I, I, I picture the ride home, you know, at, at times you try to picture that ride home if, if it would have went the other way. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm glad it went the way it did because, uh, man, it was, it, I still have a huge smile. You know, it's like I said, with, this is a team like every day, you know, every year we want to do the best you can and do everything you can to get to this point. But we always know it doesn't always happen, but Every practice, like every practice going up to the regional, I was like, I don't want this one to be the last one. 
going up to the section, ah, oh, man, this team is just, I like being a part of this team because it's just a great group. You man, know? And, I love hearing that, Coach, because, you know, as a basketball coach for as many years as, as I had, there were years where I yeah. was like, I was okay that that year ended. I was okay yeah. with it. But then there are years that, man, you just can't wait to get to practice. You can't right. be, you know, the energy level these kids have. And if they all like hanging out, you know, that just yeah. adds so much to it because the, then the trust factor comes. And then, you know what, your center fielder trusts your left fielder and your shortstop trusts your third baseman. So he's not adjusting over because there's there's all the trust that you need. And they play their position and trust the guy next to him. For sure. For sure. And that's how this year has gone. It, you know, it, it's all because of the six, the six seniors that are our leaders, you know, every one of them. Um, and you have to have that to be successful, to have guys um, that only care about one thing and it's the team, not, not their stats, not each other. You know, I mean, they care about each other, but not themselves. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's how you become a, a uh, you have the opportunity to, to do uh, get to state here. No doubt. He is Ryan Gavinsky. He is the head baseball coach at Kenosha St. Joe's. And again, they play Tuesday at approximately 1.30 um, against Marathon. They're the two-seed. Marathon is the three-seed. The winner of that game will play the winner of Coleman and Eau Claire Regis. And uh, we're going to have the head coach from Eau Claire Regis join us next. Hey, Ryan, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, good luck on Tuesday. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity yeah speak with with you guys yeah you bet you bet uh let's get to a break other side of the break andy niece will join us head uh, baseball coach at eau claire regis this is the pick and save wisconsin baseball coaches association show presented by pella windows and doors of wisconsin on 12 50 a.m the fan we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern flying solo now. Scott Holler is uh, coaching his son down in Peoria, Illinois. I want to thank again, Scott, for uh, being my co-host and and coaching his son. I think that's great. We're now joined by the head baseball coach, Eau Claire Regis, still playing. Andy Neese. Andy, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Congratulations, man. You guys uh, guys are still playing and get a chance to uh, continue to play, get over to Appleton next week and, and see if you can't finish this deal. Can we talk a little bit about this year's team? Did you know that they had a chance to, to be, you know, get hot at the end? I know in the conference, I think you took third or fourth in the conference, and I don't know a ton of, of that conference as far as baseball. Um, but boy, you're still playing and a lot of teams not playing anymore. So I want to talk a little bit about this team getting hot at the right time. Yeah, sure. We, we started off really fast. We began the season seven and one and, uh, we knew we had talent. We, we have a large sophomore class, uh, with quite a bit of talent in it. Uh, but coming off the pandemic season, 
like everybody, we hadn't played in two years, so you're never really sure how things are going to unfold. But we started so fast, and then like baseball can can do, um, threw threw us for a loop. Uh, Middle of the season, we went four and five, and then uh, we had a really good last game of the season. We beat a good Altoona team, and that was our our last regular season game. And then we've we've won five games in a row now in the playoffs. So. Um, it is kind of odd how it works. Our, our longest winning streak is is now as things progressively get more difficult with every game. Um, so we're going into the state tournament at 16 and six, uh, winning our last, like you said, six games in a row. And I mean, did I did I foresee this? I I can't honestly I can't say I did. Um, but I but I knew we had some talent on the team for sure. Hey Andy, do you think it, and having a young team and you said you know there's some sophomores and they didn't play as freshmen because we didn't play, so in the middle of the year maybe it got a little bit long for them because you guys play a lot of games this this season you've played a lot of games not a lot of downtime to get some practices in. Do you think maybe they got a little bit burnt out, a little tired? Um, because again, this is new, and then all of a sudden you beat Altoona six four on June fourth, and maybe things start slowing down for them. You know, maybe they start thinking, "Hey, look, we're we got a chance to be pretty good." Yeah, I do think. Uh, you know, as as long as I've done this, uh, teenage boys are they're physically resilient. I mean, they're, they're teenage boys. You know, they're they're and reaching their primes physically, and typically injuries aren't aren't an issue unless something unusual happens, but. More so, it's the like you just said. It's the mental grind of things, just uh, maintaining their focus throughout throughout the season. It's it's challenging, and it and it's understandable because they're they're kids still. Um, you know, their maturity level isn't where it will be in a few years as they turn into turn into adults. And uh, for sure, the the mental focus side of things, I, I think, as much as anything, is what causes to have a little bit of a bumpy bumpy stretch in the middle of the season. Hey, when when you talk about um, your team and and you had mentioned that um, it's it's a younger team, do you, do you have any fear that the lights get a little bit bright now that you know you're making that drive all the way over to to Grand Shooter to Appleton to play in a really cool facility for these kids? Um, any fear that 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 this is going to be too big of a stage for these boys? Well, yeah, that that is a concern, but. I also think of the phrase "ignorance is bliss." Uh, I'm I'm not really sure they completely grasp. Yeah, I love what that. We're <laughs> yep. Going to, uh, and the coaching staff and myself, we've talked about that, uh, and and that's absolutely fine. Um, but but I think yeah, some of them, when we get down to the big stadium, we walk on the field for for the first time. Is there going to be some? I don't know. This, the phrase that comes to mind is stage fright, possibly. Uh, but I, I'll I'll go back to it again. I. I it's the it's the idea of um, I don't really think they they exactly know what they've accomplished and when we did win the sectional uh, I did say to them that uh, I don't really think some of them are going to fully appreciate this and understand what they did until they get um, ten twenty thirty years out of high school hundred percent they they have a much better appreciation of what happened yeah because they're just going out and playing ball right with their buddies and and we're just going because coach told us we got to play this team now let's just go and play, and then you start rolling a little bit, and they're just happy because they get to take a bus ride and maybe have a night in a hotel or whatever you guys are going to do, and we get get a chance to continue to play baseball, and I agree with that ignorance is bliss. You know, if they don't know, they may have gone online now and looked up the stadium they're going to play in, but 
you know, they, they, they look, it's just another baseball game to these boys. And we're playing another high school team in Coleman that we don't know a lot about as players. I don't know, you know, as a coaching staff, if you know anything about Coleman at this point, have you seen these guys play? I, I have not watched them play. Uh, we I'm getting some information and some data, uh, some stats from different sources. And um, I, I know, from what I know about um, ranking the Division three teams, I do that for the WBCA. Col- Coleman is one of the premier, most successful Division three programs in the state annually. Um, I have never personally watched them play, like I said a second ago. But I know looking at their numbers, um, they – just what jumps out at me right away is they look like an aggressive team. They steal a lot of bases. Uh, they don't strike out a lot. Uh, they put the ball in play. Uh, their pitchers uh, for a high school team looks like they throw a lot of strikes. Uh, they have more strikeouts and walks. Uh, they don't allow a lot of hits. Uh, they have a substantially uh, substantially less hits allowed than innings pitched. So all those things point to they're they're a really good team. Yeah, I mean, discipline. They, they yep. went twenty four and two, and I mean that that's very difficult to do that within a uh, condensed, tight high school season. Hey, Andy, does that then change? And I don't know your philosophy as a coach, and I've asked other coaches on this show, does that change your philosophy at all? If, if you're if you're a guy that likes to gamble a lot and and try to you know try to steal bases and you know you're waiting for somebody to hit one in the gap or hit one out of the the park to get a three run shot right off the bat. I mean, does that change when looking at their stats? Does that change your philosophy going into this game at all? I think it changes their philosophy defensively. Um, just like I said, with, with how many stolen bases they have, uh, I, the first thought is they're, they're aggressive. Um, I mean, it's, you know, there's a old baseball saying you can't steal first base. So I mean, you have to get on base. And, and I know they offensively, they, they have several kids who are hitting in the high threes, low fours, um, offensively, in, in looking at their pitching stats, it really does look like they have pitchers that throw strikes, a lot of strikes. So um, it, it's something our hitters are going to have to be aware of and going up there within the first one, two pitches, prepared to see something they can they can barrel and attack. And uh, I, 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 you know, I've thought about that looking at their numbers and more so defensively than offensively is something we're going to have to uh, perhaps adjust to going into the game. Yeah, it, I, look, I, I, I'm not sure as as coaches of any sport, when you get to where you're at right now, if we sleep much before the game, you know, the night or two before the game. So I can't imagine that that uh, you're a guy that's going to sleep a whole lot coming up the next couple of nights. Um, how long have you been coaching up at, uh, at Eau Claire Regis? Yeah, this is my, my 14th year as a head coach, but I was an assistant. 14 years prior to that. I actually went to high school there. I graduated in 1992. So I started coaching there when I was in college as a volunteer assistant. Um, so in total, I've been at the school. Sounds weird to say this, but I've been there as a, as a coach 28 years, but my last 14 is a head coach. Boy, and you'll agree with me that days go slow and years go fast. Oh, you know, it's for sure. amazing. It yeah. just does. Hey, let's talk real quick. Um, your journey, and we've only got a minute left here, but your journey to get to where that uh, you're at, you were the three seed, and um, to be able to, to, to go on this run, and, and you beat some really good baseball 
programs and teams um, through the way. But the one against Thorpe Gilman obviously was was a good win for you guys. Uh, you beat them five to two, and uh, you've got to be so proud. When you think back on this journey, is there one moment or one game that you'll go, "Look, that was that was the one that got us going," or that was the play that got us going? Yeah, I think the the regional final win at Spring Valley. Uh, we beat a, a really good Spring Valley team, and and it's a, a tough atmosphere to play in. Um, it's just loud. It's energetic. The the park is a little bit uh, quirky, but it's fun to play at. And going in there and beating those guys five four in the manner in which we did it. Um, you know, we held them off at the end. We had guys in second and third in the bottom of the seventh inning, and then our pitcher struck out the last guy oh, looking. Boy. Oof. On a curveball to get out of there as, as a sophomore, and I think at that moment it was uh, it really kind of uh, hit everybody that you know we we got a shot. I mean we're we're playing now the way we thought we were capable of of playing, and um, we can do this. And we went in the sectional, beat Thorpe in the first uh, the semi five to two, and, and Thorpe is a really good team. I don't think they get the credit that they they deserve at times of how how solid they are and how how hard they compete. And then the team we beat in the sectional final, um, St. Croix Falls, was was stacked. They were 25 and one going into that game, wow. and they had their their stud pitcher uh, throwing. They threw a lefty at us who um, he was going into the game. He was 11 and all. He had struck out 145 guys in 60, 61 innings. Only walked 11. ERA of 0.47. Oh, and um, we were able to have uh, incredibly good at bats against him, and he hit his pitch count in the sixth inning. We had, you know, they had to take him out, and then we got to some relievers, and we beat him five four. We scored a run in the top of the seventh inning to take the lead, um, and in the bottom of the seventh, uh, the same kid will close the regional final, close the sectional final for us, and uh, we did it. Um, somebody told me, I don't know if it was true, but there was there were some scouts there at the game. I think from the Phillies and the Twins, and they had the gun on that the lefty for St. Croix Falls, and he was. His last pitch, his 101st pitch he threw, was clocked at 93 miles an hour. Man, um, so that was a kind of the caliber of pitcher, the thrower that we were dealing with. And I don't know why did we, why were we able to do that? I, I guess the kids, you know, we played loose, but we weren't unfocused, and we played focused, but we weren't tight. And um, we, we just mentally, we were at a good point right now, for sure. Good for you. Well, that ride home from Cumberland must have been an awfully good ride, that's for sure. He is Andy Neese, uh, head baseball coach at Eau Claire Regis. Hey, Coach, uh, good luck next week. Try to get a little sleep before that, uh, you know, hopefully two games that you have up in Appleton. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, you know, really at this point it just feels like gravy. I mean, we're just so happy and humbled to, to have this experience. But but thank you very much for having me this morning. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate your time. Again, Andy Neese, head baseball coach, Eau Claire Regis. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll finish up the show. Greg Featherstone, head baseball coach at Jefferson High School, will join us. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. We are now joined head baseball coach at Jefferson High School, Greg Featherstone. Greg, how are you today? Uh, great, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate uh, you coming on. I, I know that we tried to get you on earlier and some things happened, so thank you so much. I definitely want to say congratulations and, and good luck next week. How are you feeling about this team? Obviously a great year for you boys. 
Yeah, this is a great group of boys. Obviously, I think you know the coaches before talked about the resiliency and the the, the pandemic. The last two years, uh, we were fortunate to get you know an hour, a month's worth of practice with our younger kids last year, and uh, you know the open gyms that we've been sneaking in, the contact days, the lifting, and just to kind of have these goals set. These guys miss out on so much, and then kind of put it together and just you know make a great run. We I couldn't be more proud of this this group. Hey, coach. So there are some other guys that said, look, I you know. We didn't get a chance to to do much with these kids, so some of these kids were coming in. And I didn't know much about them. That that month that you had must have been uh, obviously helped you a lot to know what you had coming in and where where your strengths and weaknesses were. Yeah, just just in June, just to have those nine to ten, you know, the summer contact day, the summer days. Okay, um, for our su- summer for our summer program, right? But they were able to play. Um, um so in them twelve games. So kind of had an idea, obviously, missing last year. We, you know, we had nine seniors the year before as well. So these guys kind of came in, just, uh, you know, put the time and effort in the weight room. And then, like I said, just been phenomenal. They're coachable. They're great teammates. And uh, like I said, we, 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 we have a full schedule. You know, we were one of those teams that we played 26. Um, we knew we had some good players. We prepped the non-cons with Burlington, Appleton North, Menominee Falls. Smart. We're to play Cass- we were supposed to play Catholic Memorial last season, but that got bumped. How ironic now we're playing them uh, Wednesday. But uh, these guys are ready, prepped, and ready to go. Hey, Coach, let's talk a little bit about the leaders on this team. And we only have about five minutes, and I apologize. We're not going to be able to talk about the program so much in the roster. But if, if, if I came to see uh, Jefferson play in one of your Rock Valley games or this game coming up on Tuesday, who kind of jumps off the field, and, and who are the guys that have led this team all the way through? Isaiah Hoffman starts the pitcher uh, again. Having Boyd Turner in a conference, uh, you know, every time they play them, it's a it's a championship game. Uh, he's thrown two phenomenal games. And he threw 63 pitches last week. Obviously, he's going to get the ball Wednesday. He throws strikes. He mixes it up. Uh, he's quick delivery. Uh, pace of play is usually pretty good. Um, you know, everybody's got good one through four hitters. You know, the the, the three teams we've had here in the last six years to make it up Appleton, the five through nine players have really stepped up in all those three teams, and it's no different than this year. So if we can get those guys to get quality at bats, get pitches, get pitch counts deep, uh, put the ball in play, um, and then it sets us up for the top. And obviously it starts with our um, our offensive leader and Tyler Bettina just putting up, you know, ungodly numbers, you know, 40 RBIs. Uh, what has he got, 29 extra base hits, Jeez. I think. Um, so he, he's having a phenomenal year. But, you know, everybody's got one through four. To me, it's five through nine. That makes a difference. And we got a great pitcher in Isaiah, and then we got a – a bunch of guys that, that control that second game as well. Hey, Coach, when you look at this journey and, and it being a former basketball coach, you know, any time that I got to a state um, semis and state final, I don't remember those games a ton, but I sure remember, you know, the regional game and the sectional semi and the sectional final. You know, to beat Turner 2 nothing. And then the same day to beat Mount Horeb twelve to nine. I, I would assume when all this, when the dust settles, you know that that day on June twenty second might be the day that you remember most about this thing, unless you go on and win it, of course. Absolutely, it's almost a, a, a deja vu of two thousand and fourteen. You know, we beat our section, we won one zero, and then we're down five two and beat Wapan six five and fourteen. You know, when we were really loaded, and that's we talk more about that sectional game obviously up in the state tournament, then they go 10-0, 11-0. So um, sectional game, it prepares you for the state tournament, gets them ready. Um, again, fortunate to be in both those games, fortunate to play Turner, the non-cons. I think our guys are ready to go. They hustle, they play hard, 
and uh, they do whatever we ask of them. Hey, how much have you had a chance to see Catholic Memorial? You know, it, it, and we have this conversation a lot as coaches. We don't, you don't ever look ahead, but you try to work ahead. Have you had a chance to see uh, Catholic Memorial at all? Uh, we played Catholic Memorial in a little bit of a, a tournament at the Rock last year. Sean's a good friend of mine, obviously. Uh, they got a phenomenal program there when Timmy was there. Uh, it was, we played them all the time. We had some battles in the tournament, so we got to have we had this uh, relationship, this pretty competitive uh, rivalry going in the in the tournament. And uh, I'm happy we get a chance to play them. Sean does a phenomenal job there. They have great players, you know. But we got a great program. We got great players. It comes down to playing good baseball for one day again. Yeah, and you know, Coach, when when you go up and play at uh, at that stadium in Fox Cities, um, you know, if if your kids aren't, if that's not too big of a stage. And at Jefferson Baseball, obviously you guys have had a lot of success over the years, but this is a different group. Um, you feel pretty confident that they're going to walk on that field and just play the way they play? Absolutely. Um, you know, we've had great crowds um, at a lot of our games. Um, uh, we have great community support. Uh, they've all been there watching the games, uh, dreaming. You know, that was their goals, all their goals. Dreaming of playing up here and getting there. And, and again, now it's just, you know, seniors being this late in the season, uh, I'm excited for them. I'm confident that they'll come out there and do what they need to do, and uh, we're just grateful for the opportunity. Well, you guys are the three seed, and Catholic Memorial is the two seed. And I don't know, did, does that mean that they're the home team then? Yeah, you know, like I said, we're you know talking to Sean before. We're, we're, we're identical records. They play in a tougher conference. We got a better record. You know, um, I, I guess the seeding now is the, the higher seed gets the home team, but you know. It, that that's not really of a, a high priority for us. Like, oh my gosh, we have to be the home team. So, you know, we're just going to try to win as many innings as we can, and hopefully by the end of the day, um, our number is higher than Catholic Memorials. You know, I, I to get out of that first inning. You know, let's get through this first inning so now everybody can breathe normally a little bit and go play baseball. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Good good luck on Wednesday. They play at approximately one thirty against uh, Catholic Memorial. Uh, Greg, thanks a lot, and have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Again, he's Greg Featherston. He is the head baseball coach at Jefferson High School. I want to thank everybody that joined the joined the show. Uh, Marty Paulson from Fond du Lac and Ryan Gavinsky from St. Joe's and Andy Neves from Eau Claire Regis. Tim Gotzler from Menominee Falls and Greg Featherston from Jefferson High School. And certainly Scott Holler, my, uh, my co-host. Thank you very much. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.